0: Our last segment before we take a break is uh, virtual reality for promoting empathy, uh, uh, run by Jose Valle, who gave, previously gave a lightning talk on animal equality. Please welcome Jose back to the stage. Thank you, everyone, for coming. And uh I want to briefly introduce Animal Equality for those of you who haven't uh who don't know about our um nonprofit and um I feel sorry for those of you who were in the previous talk because I'll I'll repeat uh, briefly uh, some of the same things. We are an international animal um hmm. charity organization. We work in eight countries and um we focus on farm animals. We uh, ha- do educa- uh, investigations into factory farms and the slaughterhouses. We carry out uh, educational campaigns into, we bring uh, VR headsets into campuses and encourage uh, students to watch the footage. We also carry out corporate outreach campaigns putting pressure on companies to get w- rid of the worst forms of animal cruelty. And we also introduce uh, legislation work in Mexico and India and also in Europe to uh, help animals. We have been considered by animal charity Evaluators, a standout charity, and um, we invite you to uh, look at the report that they have in, in the website. According to them, we spare 2.8 years of suffering per dollar dedicated to our investigations. So, um, Erika Schmidt is the executive chairman of um, Alphabet, the company that owns Google, and um, you may have already read this article or heard about this it says according to him the uh, six most important tech trends nowadays the first one is what he says a uh, culture meat or uh, replacing uh, meat from slaughter animals with a uh, uh, plant based alternative so the culture uh, meat but the number 3 is a uh, virtual reality how many of you have tried uh, our virtual reality project iAnimal that we have there on the booth? Okay, good number. So virtual reality, although uh, we have heard about it le- more lately in the last uh, two or three years, um, there has been attempts uh, at working in this uh, since the 60s. Uh, you can see here uh, one of those early machines. that even has a win- uh, some type of wind in the smells. Oh, this is another one that look, actually looks quite scary. Um, but virtual reality has been used by non-profits lately to uh, bring empathy about the causes that they are working on. Uh, one big uh, and well-known example is Clouds of Azizera, uh produced by Chris Milk about the refugees in Syria. Another one by Charity Water on the scarcity of water and the um, activities that they carry out. And this is another example. Uh, this is on the issue of uh, rape in colleges um, that has been selected in Sundance. And um, Oculus have uh, um, this program, VR for Good, where you can... Um, Apply for that if you have a charity and they can connect you with filmmakers who will be producing a film for your charity and try to uh, get people motivated and on board. But it has also been used for uh, fundraising purposes. In this case, Charity Water organized a gala and uh, they raised $2.4 million, which is several times more than what they expected. And Amnesty International has been also using it on the streets to show people in a very short video uh, what the life for refugees uh, is like uh, nowadays um, at animal equality, we use three sixty degree cameras uh, the films in all directions at the same time to film into factory farms and slaughterhouses we put literally put the cameras inside the crates where these uh, animals spend their whole lives, so when you watch that with these type of headsets, you have the same uh, perspective as these animals have and uh, we find that it's a very effective tool to uh, promote empathy in people about the plight of animals. otherwise the suffering of animals can be um, like too abstract it's something that we read about it that we uh, but it's, um, it's much better if we can uh, take a look at that. Uh, from their perspective. I've personally uh, filmed in over 24 slaughterhouses in the last years and over 100 factory farms. And very often uh, when I'm capturing those images, I know that millions of people will be watching that. But I also know that it's nowhere near uh, the real experience, what it's like to be there and see it. Um so I've always thought like I wish I could bring people here with me so they can see it with their own eyes because the experience is so different but when I learn about the uh, virtual reality um I immediately thought maybe this allows us to do something very very close to that so we put the cameras in the place of the animals uh for example the here with a uh, baby chicks just arrived from the hatchery in the first day of life and there is a significant difference in filming with conventional cameras and uh, with 360-degree cameras. And one of them is that uh, wherever you put the camera is somehow where you're putting the head of the viewer. So if I put the camera inside a crate, you'll see it from that perspective. If I put the camera very, very low, you'll see the baby chicks at the same eye level, and you see them as equals, as... Um But if I put it very, very high, you'll feel like you're kind of a giant floating in the air. So uh, it really affects your perception and the way you perceive yourself. The idea of virtual reality is to create uh, the uh, feeling of presence. It's an illusion in your mind that makes you believe that you are in that place. So uh, this is an example of the type of uh, footage that you can get. We also put the cameras, for example, here in a chicken as lot house in the shackles where beards are hung upside down. Um, so you can get also the same type of perspective of uh, when they are going to have their cat's throat. So far, we have released three uh, films on the Life of pigs. From the gestation crates to the slaughterhouse on chickens as this one and uh, the last one on dairy cows. We engage with, we participate with uh, celebrities who narrate and introduce this so we can get a bigger uh, impact and reach many more people. And uh, this is a brief example of more or less what the experience is like. The sound is not uh, playing, but you can more or less have an idea of. We bring this uh, headset, this prog- project to universities in the US, UK, Germany, Italy, Spain, and Italy. Um, so far, we have visited in just in the last six months about 160 events that we are organizing. Uh, we have shown it directly to over 63,000 students. Um, we have also brought it to political conventions where we get politicians to watch this footage from their own country and uh, get them to pledge to ban for uh, factory farming. We also show it to uh, other influential people like uh, journalists, for example, Sam Dolnick, journalist of the New York Times, he says, I knew all about the cruel practices of the meat industry, but was never persuaded to give up meat until watching I, Animal, a VR documentary that goes inside a Mexican slaughterhouse. He's the second New York Times journalist who becomes vegetarian after watching this. And there are um, other journalists and other people. And um, we can wonder, okay, uh, we know that it has an impact, but how much is that impact? What's the difference between this and a tablet, for example, watching a video in a different medium? So um, the Albert University has carried out a study on precisely this topic. They used some of our footage, as you can see uh, on the corner. Um, and these are some of the results. If you look at the dark blue uh, lines, that indicates the... Uh, virtual reality versus the blue light that is the tablet. Uh, this is the how people perceive how realistic it was and, and how much empathy they felt for the uh, animals or for the situa- uh, topic. And these uh, uh, attitudes measure after uh, people were received that inter- intervention. Or watch those videos and the interest in vegan vegan and vegetarian food and in reducing the meat consumption and these um uh, the um Participants were offered pizza after they finished the study, um, and some pizza was uh, contain meat, some other was a vegetarian, and the experimenters uh, wrote down like the number of people who chose one versus the other. And you can see, like in the first uh, columns, like the uh, virtual reality, how more people, like fifty percent of people, chose the vegetarian while, uh, option, while the control group, uh, it was uh, nobody chose that. And with the tablet, only thirty-three percent. We're also carrying out currently a study uh, with Funalytics in U.S. universities. We had over uh, nineteen hundred participants in this. uh, Very, very similar, where we show some people the video on a tablet, some others watch it in a VR headset. Uh, they all filled a survey and after a month of this intervention, we also sent them another survey to uh, asking them for their uh, consumption of uh, peaks meat in this case. And uh, we we'll, are currently collecting the last information and the last data. And by October, we'll have the results. But it looks like uh, it's going to be, it's going to show that VR is far more impactful than a tablet we bring the we provide these uh cardboard headsets for free we have them at the booth so you can come by and take one for free so anybody in any part of the world can download our app and uh, download our videos and show it to others and pledge or join our network of volunteers and uh we have got over 73 million Uh, views, uh, through the media, and we also got a technological, uh, technology medium like Engage It to write about the suffering of animals, which is not, uh, common topic for them. And, yeah, lately, um, we got a story in the New York Times where they, uh, cover precisely the same topic. So I invite you all to come by our booth, uh, uh watch it and ask me any questions um if you are interested in it. Thank you very much for coming today.